how much I did not like that one. No, no, no. I think we already covered that. We already covered that. Oh, we did. We probably did. Mm-hmm. Wait, no, I watched it while I was uh, in the Phantom Zone. So. Yeah, you got 27 minutes into it. <sighs> yeah, that was uh, that. Was that. Yeah, I was I was out, and I could give my standard. Hey, I know I'm part Asian, but I don't have to like this because of it. Nope. Please don't make me like it. This is not a good. Mo- <laughs> you, you guys did a not a good job. I, I wish you had done better. I have to. Say, I haven't seen Always Be My Maybe, but I think it might actually be culturally more representative to you than Crazy Rich Asians, as you yes, are not a rich Malaysian. It's, absolute, it's absolutely more representative. But Crazy Rich Asians was made very. They, they that it was, was a very well made movie. That was a it's very a well made movie. <laughs> beautiful. The soundtrack is great. Why aren't we recording this? God, damn we it. are. Oh God damn it! Welcome to Kush and Kai. This is a goddamn microdose. I'm Kai. I'm Kush. What's good, y'all? Fuck yeah, we're back. We're back in uh, our respective studios. Kush, how have you been? Summer has been crazy. I'm okay, man. Summer has been crazy. Uh, working towards a Raider game this weekend. Oh. Uh, I don't care one way or the other, but uh, I always appreciate the work, and it's always nice to put that uh, put that back on the resume. There. They're on uh, Hard Knocks this season, too, which is... I don't know what that means. Uh, Hard Knocks is a series where HBO has been gifted uh, an in to preseason and training camps before the season starts okay. to go and see how that works. Dope. And they craft a, what, six, eight-part series? I don't know what it is, but they just follow all the storylines of, like, here are the stars, here are the new guys, here's what's going on. And, uh, yeah, it's even if you don't like the team or they're in your division, it's compelling. And this season, because it's in, it is about the Raiders, it, uh, it's riveting for me. Where you're like, oh, no, no, I, I've been there. Oh, gosh. Okay. They changed that store into the whatever. Like, it's right there for me. Well, if, if, if it's any consolation to all Raider fans out there, I think they hire me specifically because I, I don't watch the show. So I, that's, I, that's how I think I get half of these gigs. That that is very valid. You know those guys, the CSC with the yellow windbreakers. I do. Um, that they face away from the field, mm-hmm. like right where it's going on. They have to face away, mm-hmm. and they just sort of get to watch the crowd as they react to whatever's going on. Mm-hmm. That is seems like a hard job if you're into the team. You have to not be into the team. You yeah. have to not be into the team. I would be terrible at that job because I would just be craning my neck around like, oh, my God, he just fumbled at the 10. Oh, and then it's somebody. Well, has, the good news yeah. is as far as like most most football arenas nowadays, there are screens in all four directions. So even though you're not facing this, the game, you can still be watching the screen. True. However, the Coliseum is one of the older models. And also they play on the modified baseball field. Which they do. Is, they do. For the last season. For the last season. This is the last season. We just had the Warriors last season as well. Mm-hmm. We dro- drove by Oracle uh, on the way back. And I have to say, thank you, Oracle. There were many good, many good things that happened within you. I appreciate it. All right. What have you seen lately, Kush? Yesterday was uh, old Kush Hayes' birthday. The, the old man turned 41. Hey! And- as part of a celebration, uh, Fathom Events uh, did a colorized restoration of five classic I Love Lucy episodes. Oh, Lucy wow. Ball also on August 6th. Wow. Birthday. So that's that's what I did last night. 
funny stuff. You know, it's, it's all, you overlook the fact that these are the, uh, this is just a sitcom. It's over 60 years old. Everything you've seen in these episodes that I saw tonight, you've seen in multiple countless other sitcoms, just trying to uh, create filler. Mm-hmm. Uh, one, one such example is Lucy and Desi swap roles. So she goes ah. out to be the breadwinner. He has mm-hmm. to take care of the things around the oh house. My. Oh it's my! Oh my! It's a big, it's a big mess, but that's a big to do. That that is that's messy. Mm-hmm. The the original souffle humor Lucy puts in thirteen bricks of yeast instead of just three. Therefore, oh. the the bread just shoots literally out of the stove like a rocket. Also creating uh, nine more yards of stove because the thing is just that heavy. Yeah, I'm losing the audience. That's fine. That's fine. Um, yeah, listen, listen. If Chef Pierre is listening, he would have notes about how that souffle was delivered. We don't have to to, to parry that here, but yeah, there there are people that have notes on uh, souffles. That that is very real. Mm. Souffles are no joke. Souffles are no joke, sir. No, they're yeah. You have to watch them. They're gonna pop. Uh, don't fall though. They cannot fall. If, if uh, doors close, if people walk by, how w- how was that experience in total? Though was it was that fun? It was fun. You know, it was five five solid episodes. Obviously, no commercials. There's a little documentary beforehand explaining how they did the whole recolorization process. They had a guy there who's like, who's been in the business since 1987. So that's when Ted Turner started doing the uh, colorized movies from back in the mm-hmm. day, like Casablanca and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Of course, and he's just like, yeah, well we. What we were doing then was just, it was, it was awful. But the, the technology is steamrolled and it was just only advanced and accelerated. And then so they showed like part of the Lucy Christmas episode where it's, it's literally blurry. It's the standardist of definition, you know. And then right next to it, it's full crisp color, HD, just beautiful colors. Overall, it was a really good time. So I'm glad I did that. Spent some time with Mama Hayes. So got that oh. quality time in. So, you yeah. know, it's a family event. Did she enjoy it? Oh, she loved it. Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah, stuff. slam dunk. This was part of her formative years too. Like she watched Lucy growing up as well. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Uh, you know, I had questions. She she gave me answers. Oh, uh, that's very sweet. Yeah. So yeah, oh, we, had, we had a good time talking about it and uh, and watching it overall. Okay. Do you have any other uh, things to uh, divvy or review? Because I have a pick a pitch uh, boiling right here. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we do. We do. Ah, we st- <laughs> all right um yeah let's let's get to it okay uh last time we were talking about previously on pick a pitch chuck norris is old man he's not doing too many slams but he, he is kicking fools in the face so yeah. he would need to be like dutch throbbing shaft or something right? <laughs> It's going to be the feel-good movie of the year. It's going to be one of those few movies that runs the entire summer, and I'm talking summer from April all the way to October. And when it does eventually go on home media, VOD, etc., etc., it's still going to come out once a year in the theater for Independence Day. Pick up pitch. This week, yeah, it's the best. This week on Pick a Pitch. And let me just review the rules here. I'm going to pitch Kush two ideas. And per 
the Hollywood tastes right now or forever, whatever it is, Kush has to pick one of these and pitch them, no matter how silly or whatever. They're just these two. He has to pick one of these two. Mm-hmm. And this week's theme is superpowers. Superpowers. Okay. I'm ready. All right. Here we go. The first one for pick a pitch. It's called The Touch. Mm. Colin Farrell plays a man who has lost his faith after his family died. Okay. He okay. goes on to become a scam artist, faith healer, that one day finds out that he can actually heal physical maladies. That's sexy. This is that's he is a forlorn man that now realizes like he can actually do that. This career path leads him to an instant healing of a high-profile sports star from formerly career-ending injuries. So, you know what I mean? Like, somebody hit, tears an ACL in the playoffs, and it's like, oh, he's back! And this guy is doing it. Mm-hmm. There's only one problem. <laughs> the more he heals, he finds out his clients are able to communicate telepathically to each other. Ooh. And worse, they're all serving a secret dark god what? that begins to demand children to sacrifice the healing to work. Wanting to get out of the game, Colin finds that these ultra-celebrity athletes are now driven by one thing, the sacrifice of Colin Farrell. Wow. Uh, he can perform these miracles, but wow. the dark the dark god demands that Colin Farrell be sacrificed. The touch. <laughs> wow! Yeah, that's coming out strong, Kai. That's that's he, amazing. He comes into the world. He's doing it, and then he is taken by it, and then that is what it is. Okay. All right, that was pitch one, the touch. Very strong. I don't know how you're going to top that. Very strong. I'm going to try. I'm going to try. Are you ready for this? Yes. All right, second pitch. All right, that was pitch pitch one was the touch. Pitch two, pitch two. It's called act like you belong. A little wordy. Act like you belong. You'll you'll feel it. Jack Black (laughs) is a high school drama teacher in Manhattan. Mm-hmm. who just lost custody of his two children to his oh. ex-wife, Rashida Jones. No way. Who works for the UN. Okay. In a freak subway accident, Jack is hit with several million volts of electricity while holding a locket of his children oh. and is imbued with the power of shape-shifting, shape-shifting to any form. This power allows him to be with his kids by shape-shifting into a whole host of characters from babysitters, pets, neighbors, whatever. He's a shapeshifter. Okay. It, it is all fun and games until, until, because remember Rashida works mm-hmm. for the UN, until an Iranian secret agent starts targeting Rashida as leverage to overturn a nuclear oversight deal. Oh, now, Jack must clandestinely use his shapeshifting powers and theater abilities, remember, he's a theater mm, He's a theater, yes, 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 yes. To protect his kids and help avert a nuclear international incident. Very New York movie right there. So we have the touch and act like you belong. What, how say you, Kush? How say you? 
I feel like Act Like You Belong has a tone shift. It starts off this extraordinary family comedy about a man, you know, trying to just stay in touch. It's almost like Mrs. Doubtfire. In fact, because Ooh. of that, I actually want to like put some restrictions oh, God, on God it. Damn it! I'm glad you. Like, God I don't want him just to be able to shapeshift in, into anything. Like, maybe he can only shapeshift mm-hmm. into one of the kids from the locket. Or, of course. Or, or he has to, like, he, he has to shapeshift into the mom at certain points. I, yes. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like yes. this needs. I'm, I'm so glad that you said Mrs. Deathfire because I was like, let me take that and then shift it a little bit. Mm-hmm. This is, he wants to be there. And then we add a international nuclear incident. That and then will... things get really serious there. You know? And that's, yeah. that, that, again, that's where I'm, I'm having the problem. It feels like two different movies. It feels like it needs to be, this needs to be polished and tooled a little bit more. I like where it's going. I hope we see it again in the thing here. I'm actually going with Colin Farrell in The Touch. Ah, The Touch! I feel like this is a, it's got a, it's got that tone of seriousness. It's got that gritty drama. It's got faith. It's got... It, yes. It's got Colin Farrell, who is wildly underrated, okay? Underrated. He came out I, hot like a, like a star, like a shooting star 20 years ago, and then something happened, and people stopped talking about him. However, mm-hmm. every movie he's in and is never advertised in, FYI, he is killing it. He steals the movie. The Touch is going to put Colin Farrell back on the map. It's going to make him a leading man again. I guarantee you this is going to get a a Teen Choice Awards uh, nomination in 2021. That's because we're going to go for a holiday release in 2020. Yes. yes. Colin Farrell in the touch. Colin Farrell in the touch. That is a, that is a great, um, that is a great stance. And also too, I have to say for the touch, Colin Farrell, I had heard a great anecdote about um, Thomas. Uh, what's his name from Reno 911. Oh, Tom Lennon. Tom Lennon, he told a story about how he was pulling into a spot with his Prius in front of a vegan restaurant mm-hmm. and somebody in a pickup truck pulled in before him. Like, he, you know how you pull in front of a spot where you're backing into Parallel Park? Mm. Somebody just pulled in uh, haphazardly and jumped out of their car. Thomas Lennon ran into the restaurant and was yelling. It was like, who the fuck car is that? It was Colin Farrell. And Colin Farrell was in line. He's like, did I just cut you off? I'm so sorry, mate. And then he gave Thomas Lennon a hug and apologized. (laughs) And Thomas Lennon was like, oh my God, I'm so so sorry. It's like Colin was like, I was was terrible. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have done that. I think Colin Farrell could absolutely pull that fucking shit off. Listen, I have to say, Jack Black uh, shapeshifting is not off the table in terms of what we're going to see going forward. Like well, that's he's not be doing a lot of VO work in that. That's uh, he Black's physical presence will be very limited in that movie. He's, he's a sandwich. He's a subway car. He's yeah. He's all. He's at Katz's Deli as you know one of the wall signs. Mm-hmm. He is he's there. He wants to watch over his children. I'm glad you said Mrs. Doubtfire because it was yeah. Yeah, that was the the core like how do we extract that anyway so for this pick a bitch the touch the mm-hmm. touch is happening thank you for joining us and uh the next pick a bitch horses horses okay. <laughs> yeah you never know what's coming next but horses are coming next. Uh, kush why the long face oh my ah. God. <laughs> he got he got he got you he got everyone listening he got you
yeah, I think that was, uh, I think that was where we're at. Um, everybody, thank you for listening. Uh, check out ChristianKai.com. Kush is always racking up great reviews. Like, if you want to see something and you're like, oh, should I see it or not? Kush has seen it, and he will give you an earnest, should you see this? Like, it's always a good barometer of that. Review for uh, uh, Scary Tales to Tell in the Dark is coming out this Friday. I haven't seen it yet. So this will most likely be released after the review comes out. There you go. But either way, there, uh, there are every other review that you need to see uh, and read. And uh, yeah, the Bosley.net always has fun stuff kicking on it. That's All so right, good. rock on, Kush. Rock on, Kush.